Hello and welcome to the Key Moment podcast. I'm your host, Leisha Holmes, and this is a podcast by a recruiter with guests from across the business world. So whether you're a fellow recruiter, an entrepreneur seeking inspiration, or a business enthusiast just listening in, you have come to the right place. Each episode, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields on a variety of hot topics. So thank you for listening to The Key Moment. Thank you for joining me on The Key Moment. I'm delighted to welcome my next guest, who is a very dear friend of mine, Kerry ann Hargreaves, who is the owner of H2 Consultancy and social media sensation Life is Our Little Family. Welcome to you, Kerry ann Thank you very much, Leisha. Thanks for having me on. You are very welcome. Today we're going to talk about how to build a social media audience. So for the benefit of anyone that isn't following you yet, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Thank you. So as Leisha said, my name's Kerry ann and I own H2 Consultancy, which is a recruitment business. Um, in terms of what I how that came about. I got into recruitment almost 14, 15 years ago, as most do. I fell into recruitment and All the then people do. grew as they do. Yeah, absolutely. And and I've fallen in love with the industry. Um, and almost 15 years down the line, I've now got my own business um, where I can follow my own journey. Um, over the years, I've worked for a number of different recruitment businesses, both small and large. Um, and around that, I've developed a social media presence where I can share my own voice, but also talk about the business, the brand, what I do, and hopefully um, have helped people along the way. Absolutely. So tell our audience what, what Life as Our Little Family is. Life as Our Little Family is a family lifestyle and style blog. And I think it first come about from, well, basically when I had my little boy who is now seven. Um, I was sat in the middle of the night, one night feeding him and was struggling with some elements of him growing up, which was based around him having an illness called um, gastric reflux. And I turned to um, blogs. So I googled the problem I was having and I just started reading all about other problems that people were facing. I come across advice, I come across people that were suffering with the same problem as I was and I found it really, really helpful being able to read their thoughts, their suggestions but also understand their experience and out of that came my blog. One day I just decided I want to share my story. And I think that's what social media is about in some respect. It's about sharing a story. It's about adding some words to a visual element of what you do every day. Um, and the blog came about. That is a, a really sort of inspiring way to sort of share your own personal experience of when you first become a mum. And if we fast forward to where the blog is now, just tell us where you're up to as life as our little family. Now it's definitely a resource that people go to, you know, for whether it's a bit of style advice or where to take um, their child on a day out or if they're looking for tips on, um, for example, we um, we go on holiday regularly with our little boy and we always like to take him wherever we go. So we try to find things that you do with a child as well as an adult perspective. So people will come to my blog to find out tips. But from a business perspective, it earns 
a it turns a living for me you know it's it's become an opportunity for me to share my natural voice but also to help others and I think that's what I love so much about it but it helps me to keep an online presence in the sense that it's like an online journal for me so it's not just about other people coming to see me it's about me recording life as our little family and being able to you know involve others in that journey indeed I mean how do you decide which brands to focus on and and how did you actually build up your impressive followers that you currently have and I think that is quite an important topic is about choosing which brands to work with, you know, and then obviously I'll come on to the, the side with building up your social media. But it's for me, it's about staying natural to who you are. So, you know, not choosing to work with a brand or um, visiting an experience because it isn't natural. It isn't a natural fit, if that makes sense. Um, always stay natural to who you are so we um, as an example we love to go on adventures we love to be out outdoors so when go ape asked to work with us and to go on you know their high wires with george it was a natural fit um to work with um holiday parks across the country that you know, promote being outdoors and riding bikes and, you know, going on hiking trips, climbing mountains, that's definitely natural fit for us. Um, whereas, say, going on a skiing trip wouldn't be a natural fit for us. That would scare the life out of me and I'm not confident you, you enough to do know. it. So it's about working to your, you know, it's working to your strengths. Building your social media presence, I think, in some respects is the same I have to say it in the same breath as that, you know, you you kind of, you need to know your audience, you need to know who you're speaking to. So following people like yourself, where you're sharing a natural voice, but also um, reaching out to the people that you want to share your experiences with. And they might be slightly different to you, but ultimately, you know, they'll come to you looking for the same information. Um, So I I tend to grow it by... um, I like to follow the people I like, I know and I trust, um, but then I like to reach out to some other brands and other experiences to see, you know, if I can draw in some new crowds that naturally wouldn't follow me, but then might do for certain areas of the information that I share. That's a really interesting strategy. I mean, obviously I do follow you across all social media channels and it looks like a full-time job sharing your posts. So how do you work that social media strategy into your daily life and are there any particular apps that you recommend yeah i think i think it's really important to have a have a bit of a strategy with it i'd probably say if you're setting up social media to have it's for your business and to grow your business i think you need to understand what channels best suit your business you know um for me that would be twitter instagram um and facebook you know my blog being the background um and understanding really what how to share the information so for as an example i use um hootsuites there are several platforms that you can choose but hootsuite best supports me because i've got a number of different platforms i can add to it a number of different social platforms i i like to have a mixture of scheduled content as well as my natural voice so for example on instagram the stories are live so you can see behind the scenes you can see me it's live it's on the go um but on twitter my content is a mixture of being scheduled as well as um live tweets or you know in I might just comment on something in the evening of someone I'm following or a live retweet. Um, I think using apps to help you is a massive game changer because 
you know, if we be realistic, when you're running a business, running a family, exercising, fitting and everything else around your life, you can't do everything. And if you try to do everything, you might not do everything as well as you possibly can. So slowing down a little bit and looking at ways that can help you to outsource, which is what I would call Hootsuite in some examples, um, outsource that to not to allow you to do something else better. You've mentioned, obviously, you are a a proud parent to your son. How do you feel about the whole world of social media as he gets older and the impact on his life? Yeah, do you know what? This this is actually something I've given quite a lot of thought to. Um, I'd probably say in recent months, and maybe over the last couple of years as an example my blog has probably I've changed the direction slightly and I think that's quite natural because you know there's less milestones to share um there's less updates to share in the sense that you know he, he's not potty training you know he's it's not his first day at school it's it's not his first tooth that he's lost as an example you know but also he has an opinion and very much the blog, um, that's a family, you know, kind of agreement that, you know, my husband rarely likes to have his photo on the blog. So you'll always see him from behind. And But George will happily stand in front of the camera. And at the point when he says, mummy, please don't take that photo, then I wouldn't take it. And I think you have to respect your child. Um, but also any any mum money that might come from the blog that's apportioned you know for a piece of work that we might be um, commissioned to do that involves George then we would put some of that money into an account for him so he's got like a little savings account so you know it's trying to reward you know in some respect say thank you to him for allowing me to take his photograph um but ultimately I would never um put his photo on social media if I wasn't happy or wouldn't want to see say that photo on social media I'm very aware that you know, there's some things that I wouldn't share. For example, I am different to a lot of people on social media in the same network as myself, you know, from a, a blogger perspective. Um, some people would share warts and all. I wouldn't, you know, I um, don't be wrong. I'm a parent and I have been now for the last seven years and every day isn't rosy. Most days are actually, I've got a very good little boy, but um Every day isn't rosy and he sometimes has his bad days just like I do. But I don't jump on social media and share that. That's my personal choice, though. I wouldn't want George to ever read a blog post or a tweet or an Instagram post about me saying anything negative about George. Because ultimately, we all have our bad days. And he, as a young person, is trying to negotiate his way through life and understand how to communicate his frustrations. The world doesn't need to know about them. And I think you have to make a decision whether you're running a Twitter account or an Instagram account or a blog, whether it's for business, for pleasure, um, you need to understand what you want, what message you want to put out there and be comfortable with it. Um, George's, you know, kind of carbon footprint is really important to me. Um, I want him to be happy with what I have put out there so that if you looked back in 10 years and searched for his name and it came up with a blog post that I wrote I'd want him to look back and smile and not be upset or angry at something I wrote. Now that you've launched your own recruitment business H2 Consultancy how does social media fit into your business strategy? 
for me, it was one of the first things that I actually set up. Um, it's a, a huge priority, um, whether it's um, a LinkedIn profile, a Twitter account, an Instagram, obviously a blog on, on the website as well. I think it's all part of telling your story. And I think that's what people need to understand um, about a social media strategy, really. Mm. Um, you can connect to so many different people on each medium i think it's important to have a blend of the ones that you're comfortable sharing across so you know in brief huge priority huge priority. Huge. so a lot of our listeners will obviously be fellow recruiters so what advice would you give to them about managing their social media without it actually impacting on their day job so to speak yeah, I think this is where you need to really think about what it is that you want to share. So as an example, um, I will, I've got a business account, so at H2 Consultancy. Um, and even though that's me talking in the background, I think that's the way that you need to share information about the brand, about the objectives that you're trying to meet. That's about you know, trying to find new customers, trying to talk to your audience, having a conversation, building a relationship. But I think it's really important that if, say, you've got individual consultants working for your business, that they either have an account that's set up alongside the business or they've got their own social media account. But I think it's really important to remember that you can't force people onto these social media channels. And if that's if that isn't something that they naturally enjoy, it's never going to work. They've got to want to do it. You know, totally. It's re- all really valid points, Kerry Ann. You've been an absolutely brilliant guest. We always ask everybody that comes on the key moment one final golden question, which is, what is your mantra for success? Stay true to your voice. Be natural. When it comes to social media, build relationships, not followers. Oh, I love that. Really, that really rings true, I think, to a lot of people listening. And I actually like the two points you made earlier on as well. Carrie ann you really have been an absolute delight. And thank you so much for joining us on The Key Moment. Oh, thank you for having us. It's wonderful to be a part of something that's so on point and so interesting. So thank you very much. Thanks for dropping into the Key Moment podcast. You can listen through iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and SoundCloud or whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Just search for the Key Moment and be sure to subscribe to get a brand new episode every week. We'll see you soon.